This is The Law School Show. Discovering the person behind the resume. Bringing you their stories and their tips on how to succeed in your legal career. Catch it all here, right now, on The Law School Show. Hello, Chris here for The Law School Show. It's been a while, but it's good to be back. Hope everyone is doing really well. Welcome to the Health for Law Students series. This is the first of the three-episode series where our goal is to give you practical advice and useful information about the pillars of health, which are physical fitness, mental health, and nutrition. We can improve our habits in these areas, and doing so will directly benefit your professional career. In this first installment of the series, we are talking about physical fitness. I think the single best professional benefit I get from habitual exercise is increased energy. The increased energy gives me more productive hours every single day because my body is tuned or healthy. Just like the proverbial widget making machine. If it's tuned and mechanically healthy, it's going to make more widgets. Now exercise directly affects the brain. Regular exercise increases the volume of certain brain regions, including the hippocampus, the area of the brain involved in memory, emotion regulation, and learning. Now this happens in part through better blood supply that improves neuronal health by improving the delivery of oxygen and nutrients, and through an increase in neurotrophic factors and neurohormones that support neuron signaling, growth, and connections. This series is brought to you in collaboration with LexisNexis Canada. This is a new partnership, something the Law School Show is really happy about. LexisNexis cares about your health because it wants you to succeed. LexisNexis is in the business of providing legal information and legal research solutions. It is a trusted source by the legal community. I use it in my practice every single week. You, as a law student, are an integral part of this legal community. LexisNexis provides a host of tools specifically geared toward making you better at law school. What I personally think is great is the LexisNexis Practice Advisor Canada, because it was built to give you what you can't get in law school. What I'd like to say is the how-to of law. Go check it out for yourself. Visit the law school page at LexisNexis.ca to access career building resources that will give you an edge. The link will be in the show notes to get you there in one click. Now, our subject matter expert in this episode is Meredith Clinton. She is a therapeutic Pilates instructor, which means she has an in-depth knowledge of how the body works and what physical fitness is. Meredith has more than a decade of experience in both U.S. and Canadian fitness industries. She has experience as a personal trainer, working both in and out of gyms, and she started her own successful training business in New York City. Meredith knows how to get results, and she has philosophy about physical fitness that I totally agree with. She's also married to a lawyer, so she has firsthand knowledge about the lifestyle of a law student and a lawyer and how those types of professionals can keep fit with the constraints that their career imposes. Cool tidbit about Meredith is that she is a former professional dancer who has worked and performed in New York City, Versailles, Las Vegas, and Toronto. Oh, and I forgot to mention, Lexus offers free 
access to the Lexis Practice Advisor to all law students in Canada during the course of their studies. Go take advantage of it. I'm sitting here with Meredith Clinton, and I will say, with all due respect, she is very fit. So this woman knows how to get results. She knows what she's talking about. She's also a great person. So Meredith, thank you for being here today. How are you doing? Hi. Good. Good. <laughs> Let's define our terms. What is physical fitness? Strength, flexibility, and cardiovascular ability. So maintaining and improving those things would be the act of physical fitness. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So there's lots of different ways to hit those marks that you just described. And I don't necessarily agree with some people's routines versus others. Um, I guess we all have our opinion in that category, but what is your general approach or philosophy around maintaining and improving physical fitness? It's, I think it's a very personal approach, which is why everybody has their opinion about it. So variety, I think, is key for myself. Why? Um, I get bored and it encourages me not to do something when I'm bored of it. So I find the ver that variety um, provides um, incentive and makes me consistent, which is the other half of it. Yeah. Um, I, th I think, too, from a results standpoint, that when you're, you're doing different movements and introducing your body to new things, that the benefits are actually increased as opposed to your bo your body going through the sure. same routine over yeah. and over and over. Yeah, it's got to figure out how to do new yeah. stuff and that's uh, yeah, it's always a good thing. Okay, variety, what else? Uh, enjoyment, what I would say is is another big one. And it, I mean, they all kind of like it's a circle, right? And they all feed off each other. But I I think with working with people trying to incorporate exercise into their lives, we are always looking for what they enjoy doing. Okay. Variety, enjoyment, anything else? And consistency. Yeah. Just making sure that you're doing it mm -hmm. on, you know, once a week, I would say minimum. Really? You can do it just once a week and you're going to see improvements in, in those three um, things we discussed? You may, you may, yeah, you may see small improvements. You, well, actually, you may not see them, but there are small improvements that, that will occur. But, you know, more is... is better mm -hmm. to a point <laughs> yeah yeah we can all burn ourselves out yeah for sure okay well what is your personal routine but take us through so, a week i always listen to how i feel in the morning because with my past as a dancer you showed up at class and you rehearsed all day no matter what so i don't like doing that so i always make sure that if i'm feeling tired I tend to still move, but I don't move as intensely as I would if I had energy. Um, so, what, so what do you do on that day? That would be long walk. Uh, if I have the opportunity to take a yoga class, I do that. Or um, you know, a, a level one Pilates class or something a little bit more gentle. If I feel like I have the energy, I run. I prefer to run outside. 
I do a workout in the house. I try to limit it to 30 minutes because, you know, again, it gets boring. So those workouts are high intensity interval training, yoga workouts, or um, Pilates, or sometimes I just stretch on days that I just feel tired. Mm -hmm. Um, but also, I incorporate as much movement into my day as possible. So, taking the stairs, you know, walking where I can, standing a lot. You know, I do a lot of cooking, which is sort of lifting, moving, and and um, in the summer gardening, and you know, just just not sitting. And that's been that has been a habit that has been developed over years and years and years. So it is hard to go from someone who enjoys being still for long periods of time to somebody who moves all day. That's probably maybe not possible, but you can, you can take steps in that direction. Absolutely. Pun intended. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And are you working out seven days a week, five days a week? No. Uh, well, no to seven, yes to five. So like, so, so you have like five kind of formal exercise, like I'm going to work out right now from one till one forty-five. that would be five days a week. And then the, obviously the movement as part of life would just occur yeah. all the time every day. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, at the beginning of the week, that's the plan. Yeah. And, um, it doesn't always happen that way, but that is the idea. And that's okay. Right. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, you just have to. If you don't, if every time you fell off the bandwagon, you didn't do it, like it yeah. you didn't get back on, you know, it's just, it's, yeah, you have to be forgiving. Mm -hmm. Law students are busy. They are relatively um, high in stress and anxiety. They don't have a ton of money, but they do have gym memberships because they pay tuition. Uh, they also live in metropolitan cities for the most part because they're going to educational institutions, which means they have, you know, walking slash biking access to a lot of different things. Um, what do you recommend for the law student in terms of improving their physical fitness? What are the, the routines that you think are the most bang for their buck? I think I have four that I could that I could suggest. So the first one is a short workout in at their in their apartment with no equipment that is a hit workout so it's a high intensity interval training. And that one is the biggest bang for your buck like intense amount of workout for a short short period of time not requiring you to leave the house and you know free all that stuff. So so that's what is number it? one. So, so what is so that though? it is 30 minutes, well, it's a 30-minute workout, or it could be 10 minutes. It doesn't have to be 30 minutes, but it's 30-second intervals followed by 10-second rest. You know, for example, you're doing squats, as many squats as you can, 30 seconds, 10 seconds rest, as many push-ups as you can, 30 seconds, 10 seconds rest. And, you know, you'll find 10 minutes is a lot. You'll be sweaty and your heart will be through the roof probably the first few times you do it. Um, and you can increase that as your fitness improves. Mm -hmm. um, and so, and what are some of the benefits of the hit workout? Oh, there's, there's just so many. And they, I mean, 
it improves your cardio, your VO2 max, your cardio ability. You improve strength really quickly. Um, you lose fat. You increase your metabolism. You know, it's, it, it's for brain health, for diabetes, for blood pressure. I mean, there's just so many, so many benefits to that, uh, to getting your heart rate that high for short periods of time. Repetitively. Yeah, but you know there has there has not been proof to say that having your heart rate be high for longer than thirty seconds has any additional benefits than thirty seconds. So, so interesting that all it takes is thirty seconds and then that's enough. Yeah. Yeah. And Meredith has provided us with a sample hit workout. So if you go to the show notes, you can download that and follow it at home. And it's a it's a roadmap yeah. to yeah to hit yourself. <laughs> okay, so what else, what so else do you recommend? The second one, um, if they have a gym membership, because that will open up a, a huge, it just will, there's so much variety you can do at a gym, right? Tons of equipment and tons of, of machines and, uh, yes. Running to the gym as you warm up, arriving and grabbing your equipment and going to a station where you have, you know, everything you're going to use in a small space so you're not running around the gym trying to find things. You have your loose plan of what you're going to do. Keep it simple, like bicep curls, your cable chest press, and your ab curls, whatever. Doing it in a circuit four, five, six, seven times. You could have two circuits, so you do one four times, another four times. Like it's, but all using the same equipment so that you can, you know, maximize your time at the gym. So let's take the, the first example you gave, which was, um, the bicep. curls. And the crunches mm-hmm. and the standing chest press. Mm-hmm. So, how many repetitions of each? And are you taking a break in between exercises or not? Personally, I would suggest taking a break between circuits instead of exercises. So, ten, you know, ten bicep curls, ten chest press with the right arm, ten ab curls over the ball, right into ten bicep curls again, ten chest press with the left. 10 um, ab curls and rest for how long two minutes yeah Yeah. let your heart rate come down get yourself ready like feel Mm. ready for the next one so you're not going into the second round yeah i found that one thing that a lot of people can do better in the gym is focus which seems simple but it's amazing how much time people spend going to get a water and then like checking their phone and then their friend comes in and you chat for five minutes and all of a sudden you've been there for an hour, but you've only worked out for 20 minutes. So I I really do feel like going in there with a plan and being a little bit selfish, Mm -hmm. putting your earbuds in and knocking out your workout with purpose and focus Mm -hmm. is the way to treat that environment. Totally. And going at a low time, like, yeah. you know, going at 6 p.m. on a Monday night when everybody is there is really overwhelming because you're, is. like, waiting for a treadmill, and it's just a waste of time. So you go, yeah. 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 When there aren't Between many... 9 and 5. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, which is a very possible for a law student that has yeah. staggered class schedules. Yeah. Uh, so Meredith is... has also provided us a sample gym workout. Yeah. Check the show notes out to download that as well. Yeah. Number three. So number three is just exercising outside. 
going for a run, going for a long walk, going for a bike ride, um, going to play frisbee with your friends. Going for a hike in the woods. Going for a hike, uh, yeah. Yeah. And that fresh air and just, it just does so much good for your brain. And I think everyone has had that feeling of like, ah, oh, I needed that. Mm. Just That would be my third recommendation. And, oh, I wanted to say also that there's so much variety. Like if you, you know, you live downtown and you're not sure, like you just don't spend a lot of time outside and you decide you want to take up running or something. There's so much variety you can do with a running routine that can make it anywhere from advanced to beginner. So, you know, choosing a route that has hills is, is really challenging. Choosing a route that's just a track around and around is, could be an, the kind of um, flat, consistent surface that you need. Walking for one round, running for two. Um, timing your runs, like running for two minutes, walking for 30 seconds. So, so there's just, it's, there's a ton that you can do with simple exercise outside. And then four would be incorporating more movement into your day. So, um, cleaning your house, standing more, taking the stairs, walking to the grocery store. All those things add up to a substantial amount of exercise at the end of the day. And we don't put it in the exercise box, so we don't do it. And I think that that's something that needs people need to see as that movement as exercise. And then the, the other thing I've been recommending a lot is sitting on the floor because you aren't supporting yourself with the back of the chair. Therefore, you're using muscles you wouldn't be if you were sitting in a chair. You're also often in positions that are stretching muscles. So legs straight out in front of you, legs crossed, leaning forward. You move a lot more when you're on the floor because it's less comfortable. So if it's appropriate to the situation, that's a good way of getting a bit of um, flexibility work. Good stuff. Mm -hmm. All right, I think we've done it. But there is one final question I want to ask you. And I'd like you to give some parting words some of your wisdom to the law student that is having trouble making a habit of physical fitness and perhaps has done well for a month or two here or there, but then falls away um, for whatever the reason might be. But what, what does that person need to know or what should they be thinking about to make physical fitness a habit? Because it's important, and it does make you better in so many ways, including being a lawyer later on mm -hmm. when you have increased energy and increased focus. Mm -hmm. So w what are your words to those individuals? I, I really do empathize with the, the feeling of like, oh, I haven't done it in so long, what's the point, or being stressed or being tired. I mean, it's like everybody, I think everybody has felt that and understands what that feels like. So... All I can say is um, anything is better than nothing. If that means walking to school or walking to class and that's like a 30 second walk, I mean, that's something as opposed to whatever you would do to get there, like regularly catapult yourself or drive. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 the point is, <laughs> is yeah. little things can go a long way in oh, the yeah. early days of developing a habit. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And it does bleed into 
your life and you will increase and you will create this consistent sort of habit that will will improve strength flexibility and cardiovascular ability so awesome mm -hmm. i think we've done it thanks so much for your time thank you you've just been listening to the law school show you can find all our episodes on itunes stitcher or at our website at thelawschoolshow.com. If you liked what you heard, like us again on Facebook and get the latest updates from The Law School Show. Career advancing advice, right to your earbuds.